Okay, hey guys, uh, David Berry here again with uh, Monster in the Making podcast. Um, we've been uh, really rocking and rolling here lately. Um, I, tonight's, uh, today's, tonight's, however you want to look at it, it's podcast is, uh, I'm really excited about it. And uh, it just kind of came about last night from a Facebook post uh, that, I, uh, that I made uh, out of just uh, having fun. But anyway, let, let me uh, kind of get back and take care of some business here. Is um, We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and MonsterBull.com. Uh, you can look us up, uh, Google us, look us up on them deals by either um, Monster in the Making, David Berry, uh, B-E-R-R-Y, and uh, you should be able to get us. We've been getting a heck of a lot of responses, guys, um, and I, I just... I really, I really appreciate that, and I'm excited about moving forward and and hitting home with you guys, and 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 hopefully helping you, uh, it, or put a smile on your face, uh, or so forth. I tell you, it has helped me uh, listening to myself. I, I do self talk my whole life uh, to myself, and uh, I never charge myself, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, um, you know, I I've always self talked to myself always, and now that I'm talking. Uh, you know, to you guys, it, it's awesome because I, I enjoy a hell of a good visit. And, uh, and so, uh, but anyway, here we go. Um, today I'm going to talk about the spirit world. And before I get too much farther than that, I need to, um, what, what's the word, Holly, uh, pre, pre, preface or, um, define it. Uh, that I'm not, I'm not the spirit world. A disclaimer. A disclaimer. Okay, a here word. we go. Yeah. All right. So I, I, I'm going to talk about the spirit world today, and, and, and I'm, we're not talking about smoking dope, but um, most people look at me and think I smoke it or sell it, and I don't. I've never had a chemical in my body ever. Uh, the most I've ever had was like a Bud Light, and I took it to leave once with it. But um, anyway, so I, you know, I'm a hard hitter. But uh, anyway, guys, I'm going to talk about the spirit world, and here's where I go with that. Uh, my Facebook post, I'd, I'd uh, put on there. Me and my brother was planting a garden for my dad, and I made a you know a, a comment about well we're planting marijuana seeds basically uh, because they legalized some weed here in Oklahoma. Um, I, I think I don't know, but um, so as we uh, so I put it out there, you know, and I'm like I need a like like I'm all you know like this is going to be a product you know that I'm gonna sell through the Monster Bowl store right, and uh, so so anyway I put I need a good slogan so everybody kind of starts put pitching stuff out there. Well, one of the things that come across there was the spirit world, and that really grabbed me when I saw that because I'm the spirit world guy. I grew up with not a whole lot of friends. I grew up on the farm um, pretending to be a bull rider that I wasn't yet. I, I grew up uh, in the spirit world. I had to pretend to play it to be the role that I was going to grow up to be, right? And so I learned, I started learning this like, when I was just young, 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 about how to uh, use my mind to my advantage or disadvantage, right? So, um, so we call the podcast today the Spirit World. And I'm going to open it up with a little story. Is that basically when we talk about the Spirit World, we're talking about being uh, focused uh, on something. Uh, and I'm going to relate again. I, my expertise is in bull riding. Uh, or not my expertise. I, let me take that back. My knowledge is in bull riding, rodeo cowboy, uh, rodeo ranching, and so. But 
I'm going to talk about uh, a little story here. I'm going to tell you about being focused and uh, coming out of the spirit world. I nodded my head and I was in the spirit world, if you will. And then I come out of the spirit world. And as soon as I come out of the spirit world, boom, I got bucked off. Okay. Cost my ass a lot, a lot. You look back in life, it's kind of funny too, because I'm, I'm only 50. I got the, half the rest of my life in front of me. And I look back at my last 50, and, I'm, and you see things in life like, man, you could that could have been a, a life game change. You know, I mean, you could have been in a record book. You could have, uh, you know, just one of those moments in life that it could have made a big freaking difference. Uh, but anyway, so, so I, it's in 1988. I'm in El Paso. I got this book called Mr. T. Drawed. He's never been road, and he's bucking bull of the year in a PRCA. It's my first year in, a, in the PRCA. I'm a rookie. Okay. I had the I, okay, so I'm with Lane and Tough then, and we fly uh, to the rodeo. Well, actually, we're in Arizona to a rodeo, and then we fly on into to El Paso. I've never flown in an airplane in my life, okay? So I'm scared to death because I got Mr. T drawed that night. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm gonna die. And then, and because he's never been rode and Tough Lane, all of them, Jim, they've all been on him. And then I, uh, I'm got to fly on an airplane twice in one day, right? So I'm figuring my luck's gonna run out somewhere. Well, the two airplanes worked out just right. The two airplane rides, fucking, they worked out perfectly. So three's a charm, I'm hoping, you know. Um, but anyway, I get on Mr. T, and, and I really wasn't nervous about him because he, he turned back to the right, and I was deadly in my fucking hand. And uh, there was no way this little spot, or no, he wasn't Lily's big spotted fucker, wasn't going to butt me off. There's no way. Well, he, he goes out, and he turns back to the right end of my hand, and I'm in the spirit world. The last thing I remember when I was in the shoots, and it's, and it's just kind of trying to paint the picture for you guys, but when I'm in the shoots, I remember Lane walking by, and he slapped me on the inside of my leg, and he says, bear down, you know, on that, 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 uh, that voice of Lane's that, that's unforgettable. Um, but he's, and, and that's the last thing I remember. Everything, I just kind of went uh, black then. I went into the spirit world. Uh, went into subconscious mode, I guess, as we talk about. And I nod my head, ride, ride, ride. I'm thinking, I, last, and the next thing I remember was I've rode him. And then the next thing I remember, I'm waking up behind the shoots. <laughs> so, right? So, so I was in the spirit world, and when I come out of the spirit world, I consciously thought, I rode you. You, ain't, you wasn't as bad, but he, the ride wasn't over yet, right? I lost <laughs> focus. But I rode him right to the whistle, okay? So we're going to... Because probably the judges that kept time there ain't listening. We're going to call that I wrote him 7.999 on the watch. <laughs> I wrote him right there close, guys. But uh, they tell me. Um, but anyway, he hit me in the face with one of them big fucking horns and knocked me smooth the fuck out. And then stomped the living fuck out of me. And uh, I had to go. They had to take me to the hospital over that one, too. So one of my many fucking PRCA hospital bull riding visits. But anyway, the, the moral of the story is I was in my spirit world, and then when I come into conscious mind, I, I, I got bucked off. And, um, and I see that uh, when I, as I do coach practice with young guys. Um, you, you don't know what you're doing. You're trying to learn. You want to do it, but you're trying to do everything with that conscious state of mind. And, and so, uh, you know, trying to move over into that spirit world where you can relax and, and let it happen. And, you know, and trust uh, what you've trained for, prepared for, um, and, and that and that's, and that thing. 
Um, so, um, but anyway, I've got Holly here and I've got Brandon here with me again today. And uh, we've turned Holly's mic on momentarily. Uh, we will turn it off if she gets dirty talking and shit like that. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, but, um, but anyway, we've been, I've been talking about the spirit world and, 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 and then I mentioned it to Holly and she, and, you know, of course, uh, we feed off each other and she, she come up with some stuff today and I just like, man, that's awesome. And I, so I'm going to ask her to share something today that, that resonated with her, uh, as we talked about the spirit world, uh, and, and, and so forth. So give her a shot. Uh, well, just the the college student came out at me again I've, I've taken notes on top of notes on top of notes today and it's just been interesting it's just been feeding on itself in a good way but you know the basic definition when you talk about the spirit world and one of the things that I came across that made a lot of sense to me it, it's it exists and it's the reality beyond which we can see it, reality meaning that because it does exist but and and from a true spiritual uh, slash religious background, there's good and evil. You know, there's the Holy Spirit, there's spirit of truth, there's whatever, and there's there's evil, and, and you are in total control of it either way. But acknowledging that it exists and enjoying the part of it exists to make you better, that's just a pretty cool thing. Being able to... Uh, don't the spirit world exist... Um in, in animals too, uh, trained oh. animals, prepared, um, right? I mean, yeah. wouldn't you think so? Oh, to think that it doesn't exist would be to think that you don't or they don't have a soul or a spirit right. or a... And so as we talk about the spirit world, the first thing everybody, you know, and again, the image that I have, it looks like, you know, but I'm not and never have been. But the spirit world is real. It, and it's not a dope world. It's not a, a high no, world. It's it's not a manufactured. It, it's there. It's a, well, one of my the people I respect. We all can go into the spirit world without smoking peyote. <laughs> yeah, right? regardless of who grows in the garden. Yes. Right. <laughs> but no, one of the, one of the people I respect so much, um, and I've had a chance to learn from a lot of them firsthand. But uh, Harry Nakoa with horses. Harry's um, amazing, and one of the he was one of the first people I ever watched in a clinic and whatever. And um, he's probably not the most well-known because he doesn't pay to have himself promoted on television, but he's, he's just truly amazing. But what I saw him do was just, it was my first uh, exposure to energy in a way that made sense and kind of redefined it in my mind. And he said, everything you do with that horse is energy. You project energy to that horse you know and he's Hawaiian he grew up Christian but he also grew up with energy energy comes from the trees and the rocks and your surrounding in the air and everything oh, and it yeah. was just it oh, was yeah. energy that goes from you to that horse and he you know I'm talking about the horse whisper I mean he didn't have to whisper it they felt it and and yeah. that that was that was very eye-opening to me that um you know, energy is when you turn the light switch on, but energy is from every person. Oh, absolutely. Energy is from everything around you, and that yeah. was that was very um, humbling and exciting to me at the same time. I know for me, like getting in, a, like re- relating that back over to bucking bulls. When I get in the back pens, and I'm going to get in a pen full of bulls and sort out this one bull, and they're all faced up to you, circling, or you know, just you. They can tell who's in there with them. The energy you project 
and then because I'll have somebody to want to help me, and they'll get in there, and it blows the energy up. It, it changes the, the vibrations, and then bulls don't know how to react to that right. So uh, a lot of times when I'm in a pen full of bulls, I, I have everybody stay back out of there and just let me in there. Um, because I, I, it's not, I, one, I can read the bulls, but two, the energy that I'm putting off, too much energy blows your brain. You don't split the energy, you don't redirect it, it's still focused, and it's, they know yeah, how they, to react to absolutely. it. Absolutely. They understand it with one. Right. And so so when I get in that pen of bulls, I mean, I'm going into that spirit world where I know what I'm doing. I'm reacting to, to I'm subconsciously moving. Uh, and and so I'm going from the conscious to the subconscious. And I, really, I just, when I seen that last night on, on Facebook, uh, the spirit, spirit world, uh, it was something that I just, I, I really resonated with because my whole life uh, I've grew up, um, you know, having to pretend who I was, what I was going to be, what I wanted to be, because uh, I didn't have what I have now. And, and you know, and so, um, but a, a good friend of mine is a, a cameraman producer for the Jimmy Houston uh, show, fishing show, hunting shows. And, and, and he, you know, when he's holding a camera video on Jimmy fishing or hunting, he can't be shaken. He has to be solid, steady. And in, in doing that, he has to be good at what he does and believe in what he does so that he doesn't have the doubt. And, and, and that doubt causes you to shake. If you worry right? about shaking, you're going to shake. Right. Yeah. Yep. So, so, being a, so in a sense, he has to go into that spirit world, that subconscious world, and, and, and trust himself and believe in himself and, and stay focused on what he's doing. Uh, back to my story of riding Mr. T or not riding Mr. T, I lost focus. And when I lost focus, things didn't happen. And I was so close to changing the history books. I was so close to being the first one in, in pro rodeo to ride the unridable, you know. And, uh, and then the very next year, uh, he was in the short go at Cheyenne, still unridden, and they was doing the draw for the short go, and I was just hoping like hell I, they would pick him because I knew how he felt. I knew everything, you know, and uh, I, they didn't pick him for me. They picked him for standard, and he got to ride him first, So, but uh, and good for him. So, but, um, so Brandon, um, bringing you in on this deal, uh, and, and I use you from the business side of things. Uh, you're my producer for, for this show. And, uh, and, and, and again, moving forward, we've got so many awesome things planned that you're, you're going to produce and handle, uh, make it materialize with us. Um, when you're fixing to walk into a big client and uh, to propose your, uh, what you can do for them, and you've got the meeting set up, you've prepared, you've done your homework, and when uh, you walk into the, to the office, secretary's sitting there, behind the secretary's this great big fucking door, wooden door. And behind that door is uh, your future, is the decision, right? And you you walk in, you tell the secretary, um, "Hi, ma'am, I'm here to see Mr. Barry." And I'm just kidding, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> right? But because uh, it'd be a stripper sitting there, not a, not a secretary. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Huh? But anyway, I, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, but <laughs> but anyway, so so. Um, you, when you when, so you you've consciously uh, prepared when the door opens the big door opens and uh, and he says Mr. Brandon step in here would you you have to move off into the spirit world because you can't trip going in you have to walk in you sure. can't roll in you got to walk in 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so so tell me a little bit. You know where I'm going with this. Exactly. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you asked me this question tonight because actually um, it was just recently I've actually had, you know, a really important meeting and uh, definitely probably one of the biggest ones uh, as of now in my career uh, happened not too long ago. And uh, there's two things that uh, really really right like I can relate to going into a big big meeting like this and relate it to the spirit world is uh you can do all the studying you want um and it's needed you must know your things once you go into this meeting but like you said when you walk through those big double doors um it's almost like it's easy to forget things if uh if you really don't know these things so right you right you can be like so prepared. Yeah. It's like the student, the college student or the high school student that, that studied all night long for this test. Teacher lays it out there and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I, I draw a blank. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, and, and this is where I'm going into the next important thing is, is definitely energy. Uh, Holly was talking about uh, how important energy is. And uh, where I use energy in these meetings is to leverage the knowledge that I've learned previously before these meetings. Um, so... I like to call it as a, uh, I, I kind of go into movie star mode. Um, I walk into this meeting, uh, I use all the positive energy that I, I automatically just put off. Um, that way I can kind of guide this meeting, um, guide the individuals in this meeting uh, the way I want them. Um, and it's always a high energy meeting, uh, positivity, and I tell them all the knowledge I've learned leading up to this moment uh, in this meeting. Um, and with all that being said, um, I'm somewhat inside of a spirit world because, you know, if, if I was running run into this guy outside of this meeting, um, granted, I would have all the energy, but it wouldn't be the same in my mind. The setting. So, the, yeah, the, the, se- the setting is right. the, by far the biggest. Yes, yes, it's yeah. the same. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and so with that said, uh, um, let me see if I can, because, yeah, it's the setting. Because um, if you ran into him out on the street and talked to him, or you're talking to him and he's behind uh, it's like walking into a bank and the banker's on the other side of the desk. But if you see the banker in town, it's different, you know. Um, so, so, and Holly, maybe, I mean, because you, you know how to kind of help me read my mind while I'm trying to say sometimes. But um, it's the setting, like, and I, I'll go back to the bull rider. The bull rider's prepared. He's done his drills. He's worked out. He's, he's ready. But when he gets in the chute, the setting inside the chute changed and he lets that he goes he, he goes into that conscious and can't go into that spirit world part, right? I mean, you see what I'm trying to say? It's, well, the and setting. we've mentioned that in one of the blog deals we did earlier before we even started doing podcasts about um, you get mentally ready before you get in the shoot. You get physically ready once you're getting the shoot. Then you nod your head. If you're still getting mentally ready when you're in there, then your mind's late. on. Yeah. yeah, you're you're behind yeah. the fact, but you get. Well, men- we wrote you that get- earlier, right? Yeah. We wrote already. Yeah. You yeah. Get, years ago. That so so you can't copyright that, guys. Just write but, it down, but you can't reproduce it. <laughs> you get mentally ready before you get in the shoot. You get physically ready when you get in the shoot, then you nod your head, and it's like, Brandon, he's done his preparation. He's done his homework. When he walks in the door, it's game time. Right. So Absolutely. It's pretty much saying that, that uh, you know, if you look at it as the sitting and then all the preparation you've done, um, those two won't click if – you don't have the energy and the mindset. Right. Um, it just doesn't really tie them together. So so let me ask you guys this. Um, and, and even, even uh, so like, 
the adrenaline that we have that that that's that's popping you know when when the door's fixing to open we're our hands are sweaty yuck 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 you know uh the, the they're fixing to roll our bull and shoot at your necks you know the the you, you know that adrenaline starts pumping right but but should should the should that come from the should that should when you do ride when you do accomplish when you do walk out of that meeting and you i mean you was you was your heart rate was up my heart rate was up your heart rate was up whatever we was doing we don't know successful or not was it not that moment that was worth it all that moment of that adrenaline junkie moment there that whether whether the the businessman says kid you got potential but not today. But you fed off that adrenaline. You felt it felt so good. The no sucks, right? But the 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 ride itself was awesome. You know, right? I think before the before it happens, you have to control that adrenaline. Adrenaline, to me, is better utilized when something's going on or on the the come down part afterwards. You can wear yourself out on the adrenaline beforehand. Um, you kind of have to relax the if you're an adrenaline junkie, whatever, that's fine. But relax that adrenaline junkie in you before the situation happens. Don't don't panic, don't overthink it. Slow your breathing. Slow your think about, you know, level yourself out, calm yourself down. Um, but let I, the yeah. adrenaline be what happens when you ride. For for me, I I uh I you know, studying the greats, um I, I look at them and they'd be standing on the back of that buck and shoot. Eating a hot dog, you know? Literally, um, truly, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, Tuff's over there chewing gum, blowing bubbles, you know? And, you know, and I'm, I'm over there with my legs squeezed together because I'm about to piss all over myself, right? <laughs> you know? I mean, these two are over there like, fucking big deal, right? I mean, so, I mean, so um, being able to control that adrenaline and, and um, be in that spirit world. I mean, I think they're in that spirit world. When Tuff's over there, Chewing gum, blowing bubbles. I think he's in the spirit that's world. That's his way. Of that's dealing his with it. way of dealing with it, right? You have to know what works for I, you. Absolutely, we're all. That's right. That's a good. Absolutely. So, 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 Brandon. I mean, does that make you? you can you see what I'm talking about? The guys that are. I mean, they've got a bull on the chute. He's roped up, and they're fixing a ride, but they're over chewing gum, blowing bubbles. Like, eh, it's another day at the office, man. Right. You yeah. know, I, professional athletes have got to be like that, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think. You can uh, apply that in any situation in life where it's really important to you. Um, so, for an example, for me, uh, going into a meeting, uh, you know, I, I obviously have, you know, all these thoughts that are flowing through my mind and things like that about what to say and, you know, what, what happens if I get caught up on something. Um, what I do is I literally just sit there um, probably about five, ten minutes before a meeting. I'll pull up early and I'll just sit in the car and I will just clear my mind. And uh, I'll just talk to myself and tell myself that, uh, you know, uh, kind of kind of give myself a prep talk and just raise the energy level inside of me automatically. Uh, kind of like I can just grab a bar and just pull it straight up. Yep. And, you know, the energy level is right up. And, and I'll you walk control in. that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I can't sit here and tell you how to do it. You just got to do it yourself, really. Find find what works for you. Yeah, and exactly. What you're, man, what you're talking about hits home with me, Brandon, because... Um, you have to tell yourself over and over and over, not out loud, but inside your brain. You have that. You have to self-talk yourself, and and you have to just go into the spirit world, relax, control your breathing, 
and tell yourself, remind yourself over and over and over, I'm good. I can do this. I'm prepared. Right? I mean, over and over and over. It ain't, you know, if you're waiting on somebody to come up to you and say, man, Brandon, you got it. It, You got it. Man, you're perfect. This is going to work. You're going to go, you know, you're going to crawl over a mountain. Everything's going to be, that ain't going to happen. You have to tell yourself that, you know? And and that's the thing, though, too, is that you need to have the understanding that things will never be that way. Um, I think that helps tremendously in situations like that because you kind of, uh, you're kind of honest with yourself. Um, and I think a good place to start if you do struggle with problems like this is to uh, kind of just sit there and observe your life and where you've came from and where you're at right now today and uh, just know that everything will be okay. Um, everything happens for a reason. I, I oh, yeah. kind of try Absolutely. to base my life yeah. around that right now. Yeah, yeah they can't so, eat you. Yeah. I mean, they I mean, can't eat you. It's up to you. Yeah, um, yeah. And so. when you're in a real intense situation, whether it's a competition or a you know proposing to get married or whatever – your education and your experience are what's going to create your instinct, but your instinct's going to be what takes over in that situation. So if you're if you've learned and you've practiced it and you have the experience, then you're going to have the right instincts to succeed in that situation. Right. And that's kind of a a calming thing, a reassuring, I guess, thing to know that you know what I've done this before. Nobody has to tell me have to t- how to take a bath. I know right. how to take a bath. But if they hand me a baby right. and say bathe the baby, I'm gonna have to think about it for a second. You know. Right. Because you right because you don't know. It's, it's like like or I'm not experienced. You're not experienced. You have to do right. it to learn it. Right. Right. I mean, it's like to be comfortable with it. I mean, like like if if you've seen a you're out like cleaning horse stalls and there's a snake. You don't have to think about it. You know, run like hell, right? I mean, because yeah, and if you right? scream when you run, it's even better. But if you was younger, and you never experienced a snake, you might think that some bitch is a pet. I right? picked one up before when so, I was younger. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Not so a good we idea. we learn by our experiences. <laughs> exactly. We have to. We're. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But we, when you talk about instincts, that's... once you learn that instinct, trust it because it'll take care of you, right? And I mean, that's how that's how you train children to react the correct way in right situations they have the instinct because they have the experience and they have the experience because they have the education and that's well you talk about training kids it was a hell of a lot easier to train my little girl growing up than it is my wife you know i mean training a wife guys is fucking tough well that's like i tell your dad that you know when he complains about you i didn't take you to raise he's the one that raised you i just married you somebody complains about me are you shitting me I'm perfect. It's now the time to cut her mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were on my side here. <laughs> so, Brandon, what? So, tell me, like, with with doing, like, like we're doing the podcast and we're talking, and you're recording, and then you'll do this and do that, whatever you do when you're done here, and, and to get us on on uh, uh, on air or whatever you call that online. But you're you're not. Uh, been doing this a hundred years i mean this is some of the stuff still new to you you're learning right and you know but you you don't let that that lack of knowledge hold you back from from learning right right and uh i mean i learn something new every day in anything i do um and i think one of the biggest things that i've been able to overcome now in my life is understanding that success does not happen overnight um it takes years of failures, trial and error, and all that stuff. And knowing that uh, helps me to have high energy and to be happy in my life, to know that, you know, things are going to fail. I'm going to come across mistakes, 
But as long as I don't make the same mistake twice, then I'm that much closer to success in my mind. And your definition of years changes as you get older exactly. also. Yeah. So <laughs> but also the more you have, the, the, the smaller they, their definition <laughs> of them is. Yeah, and also, um, you know, when it comes down to, you know, trial and error and learning all the mistakes that you've made, um, I, I can kind of look at it as a way of preparing yourself for the breakthrough. Um, so whenever you see a huge opportunity in the future and you can actually jump on it fast and go ahead and execute all the strategies and execute all the things you know that needs to be done and you don't even have to worry about making mistakes because you've already made them in the past. So it, you kind of just grow that much faster. Um, and I think it's a snowball effect and just all the way through your life. Right on. You know, I, I, I was, I'm just sitting here um, kind of thinking to myself that well, actually, I'm gonna read something to you that that um, Holly sent me today, and, and it's just it's pretty pretty cool stuff. And so I'm reading this. I'm not this ain't off the cuff. So, but it says everything we do in life by choice we do because of the way it makes us feel. I really that really said something to me, right? I mean, Holly, um, you can go to work and someone's gonna tell you what to do, and you do it because that's what you're told to do. But the things that you have a choice to do, you do it because the way they make you feel. You, you do it because you're gonna feel good. You do it because you're not gonna feel like you're going to jail if it's paying your taxes or whatever. But you do it for the way it makes you feel. Right. That's why I ride a horse. That's why you know. Being being, yeah. being anything, being whoever you are in life, however you define yourself in life, that's that's because of the way it makes you feel. That's why you do it. That's why you go on vacation. That's why you go snow skiing. Or it's why you secret. don't do certain or things. Why, exactly. Why you don't make, do certain things because I go. don't want to be scared. I don't right. go to scary movies because I don't want to be scared. Right, right. What happens in the Which Barry Ranch is scary. Which sucks from hell because I like to watch scary movies and you can't. So. Well, my life is but, here at the Barry Ranch, so that's enough for me in right some on. cases. Right on. I hear where you're going with that. <laughs> so, um, you know, they tell me, I've always heard this, I've heard this, bull riders are uh, adrenaline junkies. And... I can see that, but I wasn't one. I was a bull rider. I was a wannabe bull rider, but I wasn't an adrenaline junkie. Uh, you know, um, when I was riding my dad's pigs and cows and, and horses and then got to riding bulls, I wasn't an adrenaline junkie. I wasn't seeking a thrill. I was seeking an accomplishment, What it made me, how it made me feel to, to ride one minute, or not one minute, to ride one jump, to the next jump, it, I, I was like I was, was like I was a goal setting. I was goal seeking, you know. Like when I jump on the pig, I'd see how far I could ride the little, little hump and running off some of a bitch, you know. I mean, I was goal setting. The same when I get on the cows and the horses and 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 like I'd be on my horse bareback and going up a hill and I'd be seeing I'd be playing a game with myself of how I could ride this horse with no hands, just squeezing with my legs up this hill and how far I could go with it. You and know? it wasn't who was watching you or. Oh, well, no, it was nobody on YouTube, was. Yeah. And it, was, it, it was for the way it made you yes, feel. Yes, yes. That made you, whether anyone knew it or not, sometimes How it was that better that no right, one did know right. it. And so, so I, I mean, I get it that bull riders are probably maybe adrenaline junkies. I wasn't one. I, you know. Um, well, thrill seekers aren't necessarily risk takers. You know, you're, you're a thrill seeker when you buy a movie ticket. You're a thrill seeker when you buy a ticket to a sporting event. Um, that's the difference in fans and players. The fans, uh, they get the reward of seeking the thrill without the risk. For the players, um, surviving the ri risk is the reward. Um, thrill seekers buy a ticket and risk, risk takers get ready. You got to get yourself right. ready for the risk. Right. I'm with you on that one. Um, it's so, so like, as we're talking, going into the, back into the spirit world, 
basically, we're kind of saying live on the edge calmly. Um, That's a good way to put it. I mean, you know. You can live on the edge and be relaxed. Right. How about that shit? I mean, like the tightrope walker, huh? Yeah. I mean, string that rope across two, two high rises and walk that rope, right? Uh, who's nervous? She's not or he's not. I mean, live on the edge calmly. What do you think, Brian? I mean, man, I, I think that's definitely um, one of the biggest secrets to success because if, if you can live on the edge calmly, then uh, you're not afraid of failure and you're not afraid to take risk. And um, all I've learned is, you know, risk is one of the biggest uh, fuels to success. Um, not only because yeah. you're risking it and thinking you might not succeed, but you're risking it and kind of uh, not knowing that you are taking a step forward every time you risk something um, because you either learn something or it follows through with it. Yeah, right. I, you know, I, I brought up tightrope walker and I'm just sitting there visualizing that, visualizing that. What the fuck? That ain't work, right? Um, <laughs> Anybody can walk. Anybody can walk. Well, any adult can walk. Well, any sober adult can walk. A tightrope walker, it ain't about... I mean, I'm sure there's a technique to some extent. But to me, that's more spirit world than it is technique. I mean, we'd have to... See if we can find us a tightrope walker to, to ask. All right. Well, I don't or know. Is there, any, if there's any, any still alive, walkers, if there's still I mean, any alive, see, see I know if you a couple can find people have worn spandex, but that's as close <laughs> as I got on that deal. I did read something the other day about um, test pilots and the guys that that test. Not just they're not just military pilots. They're not thrill seekers. They're the guys that committed test a plane to its limits to make it safer for the planes they use in the military to make it safer for your family to fly on vacation and they talk about instincts and and getting ready and how you know if the, if those guys if there's a, a zone you want to be in yeah and and get it right you know there it is and every time when some people don't make it sometimes in that there's there's the plane doesn't react the way they were taught in a simulator that the it test would pilot, yeah. you know and you know they're fractions of a second from dying or sometimes they do whatever but those guys their instincts and their abilities and and what they get into mentally there is no room for panic there is no room for you better know what you're doing when you nod your head if you want to put it in bull rider terms um they're they're prepared to die because they know they that what the risks are but they're also prepared to get out of a situation that could cause them to die. They right. know how to handle that. And that, sure. that's a calming thing for them. Right. That's oh, a, yeah. how they mentally get in their state. Yeah, because there is, I mean, it, I, there is a way out. And, and they know that they know, they're pretty sure that they can do that. Yeah, um, they, they, they've they practiced worst case scenario in yeah, here. Test and, and they know how to calm their nerves and calm their body. They're not going to panic when they get that, that situation. One of them even said, you know, the people only panic about things they don't know anything about. That's that's very well true, very well stated. And if they know right, what Brandon? they're doing, so, yeah. yeah so for an example, if the plane was going down and they prepared for it, I think they would be more confident than scared because I mean, either you're going to die or you're going to get out of there by what you've learned. So yeah. I yeah. think you'd be more. You better you, settle down and yeah. go with what you <laughs> know. Like, yeah, because you know yeah, I don't I yeah. don't think any living human beings prepared to die. I mean, well, you are prepared to die if if you know your maker, but as far as physically prepared, like. I think if somebody told me as a blower, I said, I'm willing to die on this bull, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. You know, that ain't right. You're not right. 
you know, because I don't think I think all of us nod our head with to fear, knowing it could happen, but it won't happen. Or you if it can, does, we're going to survive. But it. like you said, being prepared to die, you can be prepared to die when you drive, when you fly, when you go skiing, when you go swimming. Everything you do is a, a chance every day, and we're reminded, unfortunately, quite often, um, that everything you do is there's a chance that you may not survive it. And even if you didn't realize that going in, but knowing when, when that chance arrives that you may have an option to change the outcome, that's got a that's a pretty um not confident but but consoling feeling to say right. hey you know i may be able to do something about this if i don't panic and that's where your spirit deal comes in you can you can panic you can say this is what i know how to handle this and you can die trying or you can you die know, screaming panicking i mean talking about the test pile is something i ain't told you before but a, a condom company had approached me one time and about testing their products and um i told them no i was too busy but Anyway, you t- well, you're talking about test pilots. I just Either that or panic. I just dawned Whatever on the it. panic deal. Just I know it's something right I ain't never told you, and I just wanted to let you know. I just wanted to. Te- I don't want to keep that secret from you no more. All I right? know it's right. been was, burdening our marriage. Yeah, <laughs> she was prepared. Yeah, she was prepared. She, <laughs> she was prepared to go down. <laughs> or go down. We shouldn't have said that either. Oh hell, helps out, bro. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. I'm going to go start eating again, work All out right. some therapy with manual labor yes. if I don't quit. Right. <laughs> clear your head. So yes, it's exactly. Like, it's like clear your head. When you're fixing to go into that big meeting, when you're fixing to uh, go up to bat in baseball, when you're fixing, uh, basically uh, fixing to nod your head, clear your head. But it's kind of like Holly said earlier, you better kind of cleared your head before, not then, right? I mean... Uh, as we wrote it on our on our deal, you know, you got enough things happening. I mean, once you get in the shoots, not the time to talk yourself into it. Right. You better better when you called to enter the bull riding, when you showed up and paid your fee with fees, when you put your shaps on, when you put your glove on. I don't know whatever else y'all do, whatever. But scratch all that, our balls sometimes. But. Okay, that if you scratch yourself as as a routine to get ready, all that was getting ready. Once you get in the shoot, you better be ready. The bull may not be ready, but you better be ready. So it, so when you talk about clearing your mind and stuff like that, that could be like just sitting back there and meditating, um, mm-hmm. praying, um, self-talk. I can do this. I know I can do this. I'm prepared. I'm reminding yourself it, through, right? I mean. And, well, it's, it's to me, it's calm focus. It, it's living, like you mentioned earlier, it's living on the edge calmly. It's being relaxed in a tense situation. It's like, okay, here are my options. Here are my, my possible outcomes. Make a choice and go with it. But you can sit there and, or you can just shut down, which I have friends that do that in certain situations and things happen and they just they shut down and that may or may not show up in their, you know, in their competition or their business endeavors or whatever. But be ready. Be ready for it. And break down the panic step by step. Have a have a procedure to go in there and settle your mind and go into that spirit world. Yeah. Um. I I think the spirit world and preparation has a lot to go with each other, because um, I know for an example, like in, when I played high school sports, playing football. Um. Sometimes you're you're faced with uh, scenarios where you are in a panic mode, and 
it just kind of goes back to muscle memory type deal. It's kind of what you've, you know, uh, fueled Instant. your brain. Yep. So, um, it's, it's really, imp- that's, I, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, preparation and the spirit world go hand to hand because, uh, yeah. uh, like when we talk about the subconscious, uh, it's really what you feed your brain. Right. So. I know, I, you know, and, and, and I don't talk a lot about my past rodeo stuff, bull stuff, but this uh, spirit world stuff talk was going to, I knew was going to bring in one of the bull rides, and, and that was one of them uh, that um, it, was, it was going into the spirit world and just a subconscious reaction, muscle memory reaction of the bull turning back to the right and making a proper move at the proper time and, a, and, and just riding him by feel. And, and not trying to ride him. Uh, I was riding him, you know, I was r- more riding him from the inside out. You know, I could feel him. I could, you know, I could feel that bull. And you had the right reactions. And, yeah, I made, yeah, you know, so it, it's just kind of like singing a song and you're on the right tune, you know. Um, so, <clears throat> but uh, but anyway, but yeah, it's a, that's, you know, I think, again, just going back to that spirit world part, you know, just releasing and uh, being prepared. And, uh, you can probably smoke something that's illegal or do something that's illegal and get in the spirit world, or you can legally prepare yourself, consciously prepare yourself, train, whatever it is you do in life, whatever it is uh, that, that, uh, that makes you feel good, uh, then you're going to go into the spirit world, kind of whether you like it or not, because you're just that good. You're that prepared. You're, you're, you're that driven. Right? I mean, you're just that. You want something so bad, you're prepared. Enough. And I think you need a practice for that also. You know, I, I see well, you people have people get on practice bulls, though, and it's like, okay, well, this is just this little, this, this one, it's not that big of a deal, and we're joking about whatever. But if you were in an event and your money was up and, you, you know, things were on the line, you'd have a different outlook and a different energy around you if mm-hmm. that's the case. But, you know, and that's basically what practice is anyway, you know, Define what the problem is and try to solve it. The problem, if you're in football, I think, is the guy's going to try to run over you and get the ball. Uh, well, I we ha- talked about problem solving in an earlier podcast with, you know, you, you know, the truth of it is you got bucked off, figure out why. Fix exactly. the problem. Don't just keep doing the same thing over. You know, fix the problem. But define the problem. You know, he goes right. into your hand, he goes right. away from your hand, then right. try to solve it. Yes. And, and, and when that happens, instead of panicking, just... It's, break down the break down the steps that got you there. So, like you so said, go ask why. The, and, and the big guy, he lets him in. He gives him a speech, and, the, and at the end of the meeting, the guy says, "Look, dude, um, you're good. You got potential, but no. You go home. You figure out why. Not not that you're not no good. Not that mm-hmm. not that you can't do this. What did I miss? Or what not? Or what did he miss? What did what did That's he a, miss? Right. You know. Yeah. So. Problem solving. Exactly. And uh, that's that's one of the most important things about anything you fell at is problem solving. Um, and like you said, not necessarily um, what I missed, but what did I fail at um, providing the you know valid information to him by a way he can relate to. Um, that's another factor is... Absolutely. You know, that's, yeah. I mean, you can... I mean, you have two different, different people. You might be able to tell one person... Um, the same concept in one way but you tell the other person that same concept like you told uh, person one they might be completely blinded to so um, that's that's where it goes back into your preparation is you you have to observe everything and understand it and then once you go into your spirit world it's just like muscle memory so yeah 
Yeah, awesome, man. That, that, well, it's, good, it's good. like your instincts, yeah. whatever they are, whether it's business or if it's you know physical competition or whatever. But your instincts are built on your experiences, and you, your experiences, you know, in your instincts, that's just having confidence in what the outcome's going to be. You you react a certain way on your instincts because you know that when you did this way before, that's what the outcome was, and that's where you that's what you want to so, go with. Right. So what Brandon's saying, though, to me, kind of it kind of like what kind of makes me think this is that that and, and and again back to bull riding, if you will. But um, when you're riding a bull, that bull's testing your abilities, every bit of your abilities, and at the same time, as a bull rider, you're testing that bull's abilities. No matter if he's unridden. He's the bull of the year. He's got a title that goes with his name and number. Um, you're still going to test his abilities, right? I mean, so as, so if I'm a if I'm a bull rider, I'm a competitor. When I, I should be able, I should be looking at my bull like, dude, I'm going to test your abilities, and he's going to be like, dude, I'm going to be testing your abilities too, right? <laughs> Fair game, yeah. Fair game, game <laughs> on, right? Now yep. we got us a game, right? Exactly. You see what I'm saying, right? And. I, I completely relate to that in the business world because uh, I went into this meeting and, uh, you know, just with the energy and I think my confidence, um, these guys were some serious hardcore businessmen and they, they, they weren't just to sit there and listen. Uh, they're going to sit there, listen, and then ask questions, you know, randomly. And these questions are, you know, concerns that are inside of what I presented to them. So that comes down to where... Um, if it's something I believe in and I know there's a solution to, then I fire back my objection to them. And uh, I believe they, in a business world, they respect that a lot more because it shows my knowledge in it and then also shows that uh, I, I believe in it. So Right. Um, right. Awesome, man. I love that stuff. So, all right, guys. So kind of winding this down with me, I'm um, uh, my brain's fried. Um, fuck! I've been in the spirit world this whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm it was a, a fun subject. I'm getting I'm the shakes. Is that it. what they call it? I'm getting the shakes, or, or yeah. So if it's on drugs, it's called the yeah. DTs. But we're not there. No, so I'm just sipping beer. I'm just yeah. sipping beer. So um, all right, guys. Well, listen. Awesome talk. Awesome talk. Um, the spirit world. How about that? Whoever fucking thought, you know, you know. I mean, you know, and that's something. I mean, just. And, you know, trying to wrap up here, but you know, we're talking about the spirit world, and we're talking about good, good stuff, and and it's helping, it's helping us, and and if anybody's listening, you would think that maybe we're going to resonate with them too. Uh, somebody's going to be like, "Fuck, they're talking to me," you know. I think that because uh, if if I felt it, you felt it, you felt it, somebody else is going to feel it, and that's what that's what makes this cool about what we do. Back to uh, doing the things we do what we do because the way it makes us feel and so um, I think it's awesome stuff but um, the spirit world kind of a different way of putting it guys but uh, it's the way I am it's the way I do things it's the way I present things I'm not like everybody else um, is uh, but it's all good so um, all right guys so listen uh, what do we call this podcast now <laughs> I just I, <laughs> Monster in the making, the spirit world. <laughs> awesome. So anyway, do I say awesome a lot, don't I? Right. So <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck, how many times? All right, they'll be, about yourself. They'll be like, we, like we was talking about, like having a contest, you know, having the, having an audience contest. That could be one of them. Is how many fucking times does David Perry say awesome in a podcast, <laughs> and, right? And then we could do one of uh, 
Just not saying it at all. See if you can go the, go the whole time not saying it. Yeah. Right? Awesome. We're not going to turn this into a quarters game or anything. Or uh, anything. Okay, guys, listen. It's, we're going to wrap up here. Uh, awesome talk. I love it. I love it. And, um, again, you can find us on uh, monsterbull.com, iTunes, and uh, SoundCloud. You get a chance, visit our store. We're still adding stuff to it. We're going to come out with a major deal here pretty soon. Um, you know, and I've been wanting to trickle this out and this out, but we do have stuff in the store. Go check it out. But we're fixing to come with some stuff here. We're getting towards the end of the year. Um, well, that, October uh, 1st, you're probably going to check it out before you do all your Christmas shopping. It'll yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to do some gift card stuff where you could buy, you know, gift somebody. Or you can actually buy, you know, some uh, some actual stuff, and it's it's awesome stuff. We we spend a lot of time uh, on our designing, and we do in-house designing. We do our own designs, and uh, we uh, we I mean, how many times you can uh, take Monster Bull and and break it down? Man, that looks good, Holly. And then five minutes later, it's like I'm having to look at it again because she's changed something. And it, it's awesome though because we're perfectionist, and uh, and 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 if you're gonna if it's going if you're gonna wear it and and it's kind of like wearing the brand, we want you to look good. So, uh, but anyway, uh, live on the edge calmly, right? So, um, spirit world, awesome. Feel the fear, do it anyway. Uh, all right, guys, I'm David Berry. I was your host, and I am so glad you listened to us. And until next time, God bless. Adios.